everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Missed Education of Music. I am Jay Treb. And I am Alex Gaska. And we are here to let you know about music, the past, the present, the future, the culture, everything about it, man. Everything about it. That's what we're here for, man. So uh, let's just start it off with, man, how you been? How you been, Alex? <clears throat> I've been good. I wanted to add this uh, uh, classes in session. Classes okay. in session, yes. You're been, at the Missed Education yeah. of Music. Yeah, we're, we're doing this big. We're doing um, it for real, man. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been sort of just semesters winding down. Dude, the stress the is year. mounting. It's fuck. It's just going. I'm a person who doesn't stress about school, uh, and well, school still finds a way to get into my stress around yeah. the end of every semester. Yeah, like I'm one of those people where it's like, yo, he looks way too calm on everything. Oh yeah. And then the second I get to the end of semester, I'm like, that's out the fucking window. Yeah, dude. Every, every I mean, middle semester, beginning middle, I'm cool. I'm chill as a cucumber. The beginning, I'm so easy going, dude. I could like fail anything the first week of school and not care. Dude, yeah, it's always I just could get like, like three F's in the first week and it'll be like, bro, who cares? It's the best week of the of the semester. Syllabus week, man. Syllabus week, man. Hardest week to show up to. And then honesty. you just kinda play roulette and like how how long can I wait until I actually buy the textbook? Or like how long can I wait until I stop coming daily? Yeah, like yeah. you know, like you're like you start okay. to feel it out. It's like you gotta you look around the room, you see like two, three people who like shudder out immediately. Yeah. And then you like once you see like that half the class gone type, right. yep. that's when you're like, Okay, I could exactly. uh, I could come once a week now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, nah, dude. I'm one of those syllabus readers where it's like I I mark every important day. That's smart. That's and then good. every day that's not important is like a why am I even here? Eh, yeah. It's like, so I'm going to go in class that day, but like I can do this homework assignment in that class. See, that's smart like that. because I've been, I've been staying at my parents' house um, for the past few weekends, and I just go home on Monday morning. Monday mornings, I have an 11 a.m., and for the past four weeks, it's been optional, but I never look at the syllabus, and I never look at the schedule, so I you rush. You still got to look at the syllabus. I know, but like <laughs> I just graze it over. What I do is I, I see what, what can I do. What what are my uh, parameters that I can work in? Oh yeah, how like can I where, bend it? How much can I fuck up? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like so I only need this many points to pass your class. Exactly, yeah. Dude, I'm all how, about grade calculation. I'm terrible at math, yeah. but I can calculate my grade. Oh yeah, like instantly, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm teeter tottering right now, dude. I need a really good. Uh, I really need a good grade on my final for math. It's stressing me. Oh out. my god, dude! I don't even want to talk about math right now. Dude. I don't even want to talk about math. Yeah, I want to talk about my yeah, math grade, welcome. bro. Let's anyway, talk about this music, man. It's music. Um, you shared something with me today that was yeah. insane, bro. Like uh, one of Kanye's producers. Do you know his name? Uh, his name is Andrew. Uh, let's see if we could pull him up here. Or maybe Anthony. Andrew Kilhoffer. Anthony Kilhoffer. No. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, why is my video not pulling up? Okay, here we go. Uh, so his name is Anthony Kilhoffer. Oh, yeah, God, that was really it. it. I you thought, thought I you came up with Kilhoffer? Dude, I thought you came up with <laughs> Kilhoffer. <laughs> no, dude. That's really his name? Yeah, Anthony Kilhoffer. Oh, Kilhoffer. my God. But, uh, so Anthony Kilhoffer, who started this new company, Yeah. and it's, it's a single-based signing deal. Yeah. So for artists, you would be signed on a single, not for a project or not for a period of time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just for a singular song, man. And right. That is one of the craziest things I've heard about happening in the music industry in the last, like, at least a year. Yeah, like, I heard it, and I haven't finished it. He doesn't actually just, uh, he doesn't expound more on it. He just kind of gave that little detail out. Yeah, he gives that little small intro clip in the beginning. It's, like, in the first two minutes of the video. Yeah, and um, I heard that, and I paused it, and I was like, 
First of all, I was envious. I was like, I didn't think of that first. Yeah, Second because off, the money, the money, the money on that deal, and it's like genius. I'm like, yeah, why, why are record labels signing these kids that are so hot for one single? Like Little Nas X, that'd be a perfect like thing for him. Exactly, because then like even if you use it as a, a stepping stone stage, yeah. it's like you can you can then weed out. It's like a, okay, yeah. so you got a hot single, but like, can you do it again? Right. Like it's not like a we exactly. have an album commitment, so now your album's got to be hot. Like Lil Pump, like he makes singles whether they're good or bad. Like, he makes singles, and then he gets signed to a label, and he's expected to make a whole album worth of singles. Like, instead of that, just do one song. And he also said that and then they'll help you. let's also see if you're worth our investment. Exactly, yeah. I think, actually, I think that should be commonplace with every record deal. Every record deal should be a single deal first that can yeah. then lead into it. We're the future right now, people. We're, That's what I'm saying. We're, we're building the future of record labels. We are, dude. Like, it's going to be insane because record labels in general are falling. And I mean, even you sharing that information with me, that's that's more like proof and evidence that record labels are just on a straight decline. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, yeah, good. Good for it's the artist. Good. It's good for the artist. But also, like, I could think of so many ways that the artist can get messed over in this deal now. Because, like, let's it, say you have a hot single and, like... It just, it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the scenario that I was thinking of right before we started recording, but it's more just like a, what if I'm not hot on the single and I'm hot on the album? True. Yeah. Like, like, what if I'm, what if I'm bad at giving you, you know, like one club banger that's gonna make you multi millions, yeah. but I can give you a, a whole like constructed beautiful album right or even like think about people who who are really good with concept albums because there are some people who are better at their concept albums than the albums that they put out that where they try to do singles they try to get so many songs that you just are going to enjoy for that time being whatever it is like four minutes long right um yeah it's like another question is like okay do they have to have a single ready because he also said... Yeah, like, can you, can do you, how in. do you sign hey, somebody? Hey, I can make then? a single. Sign me. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, and then, like, if, that seems like a lot of retroactivity. Like, it's going to be like, so you have a hot single. We're going to sign you for another is really, like, how yeah. I can see them reaching out. Yeah. And then he said that, yeah, they're, after, you know, if it's successful, they can, like, recommend agents and recommend a manager if you want. But if you don't want any of that, you don't have to. So my, is, do you just make a single and then out like that doesn't like, make for sense for real so like i oh, don't know cool. i don't know very many artists who only want to be in the game for one song uh every kid on, every kid on soundcloud ages 13 through 16 they just want one song that's it i mean i don't look i can't see little pump making a concept album i don't know man you never know you might give you the little <sighs> pump knows? little pump university concept album yeah he might <laughs> he might go j cole I can't even imagine that. I don't know, man. It's a it's a weird thought, but I think yeah, that should be the, the the norm for record deals. But I did like how he said that they'll help you with the merchandise and all that. Yeah, like so. it seems like it's a very artist centered like approach. Yeah, which like, is it good. seems like all they want is for the artist to get their shine. They're gonna make their money on the side because right. you know, like they're gonna then play record label when it comes to the single money. Yeah, I yeah, I want to look specifically at the numbers and yeah, of how like, much percentage they're getting. Yeah, like, is there going to be a better ratio here, right. or is the ratio going to be worse because we're not signing you for a project? Exactly. I don't know. It's Man. weird. And also, the thing is, like, with this being ran by Anthony Kilhoffer, who is connected to Kanye in ways, the publicity that he has and the connections that it seems he has just yep. purely from who he knows right now, it's kind of like a... 
it you can fall into that easily and no one's really done it enough yet for us to go is this good or is this bad yeah and another connection he had which i thought was very interesting in the way that it happened was he managed travis scott for a couple years and the way travis scott found him was that he used to be a kanye nerd like us and he would read the credits on the albums and he saw Anthony Kilhoffer's name and he was just like and he googled it and he found his email and then Anthony Kilhoffer said aloud on the podcast he said um my email's out there so if you guys want to send me music and then I commented I said rip his RIP his mailbox dude his mailbox is disgusting after this that's it like but I mean like I don't know because like uh, Sticks put his email out there looking for Chicago uh, people to work on his production team and he was saying like I only got like three emails everybody stopped DMing me like, yeah, I think a whole bunch of kids out here see, who like, who like want to get on for yeah. that one single type stuff. They're they're not gonna send the email. No, and I also think that I think it's it's uh, it's music nerds that know who Stick is. Stick or Chance nerds that know who Sticks is. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. You know what I mean? I mean? Like, I follow him. If I don't somebody, know if yeah. other people. If somebody do. was like, yeah, uh, you know, Sticks wants me or blah blah blah, is looking for artists. But I, like, Who's I, feel that? The, I feel almost the same way about somebody like Anthony Kilhoffer. That's true. I mean, the credit name. That's like, true. Like Mike Dean, though. Like, do you know who Mike Dean is? Yeah, that's different. That's, yeah, like I, Mike Dean's like a superstar. Like he's like that's a, that's a different name. But they're like I know coworkers. way more people who know Mike, who Dean. Mike Dean. Yeah. <laughs> true. But I feel like yeah, I mean, there's there's always levels to it. I mean, like, but it's also like funny. It's like. I'm sorry, trickle, I didn't cut you off. Trickle down fame. No, I mean, what are you saying though? Like, it's like because you, you just, got like the main person on stage, and then it just it goes down oh, yeah, to like the producer's gonna get some fame. That's the true. The drummer gets some fame. Yeah. The singer gets some fame, but everybody gets less and less on the way down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, interrupt no, you, but good, what dude. I was gonna say was, um, it's also funny how simple it is. Travis just emailed the dude. Like, emailed nobody ever. Dude. No, I never he's thought a of that name, and he's married to a Jenner. Yeah, I never thought of that. All off of email. I never thought about it, man. Yeah. Honestly, I could have been in a different place in life right now if I had only emailed somebody in the credits. Utilizing, yeah, email. Man, that might be a new thing. But, like, also, just the informational piece for anyone listening, if somebody puts their information on LinkedIn and they accept your request, you can use that. That now counts as public information for you to use. So if, like, you get on LinkedIn and you want to shoot your shot with this company and you see that, like, the VP's email on there, man email them dude do it so i had another topic i just remembered because i read a whole article yesterday man i don't really know what uh, did you have a topic no dude put me on okay jay electronica whoa okay big it's a big it's a big thing to tackle starting off with with conversation i'm already like yeah okay so uh it was just my my google my my uh my google app chrome always recommends articles for me yeah so i uh, love those though yeah personalized yeah is that how you found out about the jewel tracking? Yeah, that's how that's I found how out I found about, about that, yeah. that jewel tracking yeah. stuff. And I was like, that's insane. Yep. So one of these articles was about Jay Electronica. And if you guys don't know who that is, he was quite literally supposed to be famous 10 years ago. 10 years in December. ago. 10 years ago, he was supposed to be the biggest person coming yes. out. Like, I don't even know how to put that in different words. I'm talking no, like yeah. his fame was so big yeah. in that moment. And also, he uh, had a baby with Badu. Yep. Uh, which is insane, insane. Because like, to, <laughs> to be in the same room yeah. as Erica Badu, I think is already a level. But like, this this dude like was supposed to be famous. Like, <laughs> if we talk, I remember we talked about Erica Badu uh, connecting them, connecting her to all these rappers. Yeah. And I said that 
it must be something about her. And I'm quoting. What did Earth Gang say in their line? I feel like Erica's pussy. Enough said. Yeah. So Enough said. That's that, what they said in the bar. Yeah, that article put it in a different, basically the same thing in a different way. And I laughed out loud in my bed as I was reading this. I can't pull it up right now, but it was something along the lines of like her magic poon, and I'm quoting that. Oh my god! Like her 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 gifted poon. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ, bro! People are disrespectful on the internet, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so like when Earth Gang yeah. said it, it, it at least had some poetry. It's some class it. to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the uh, the artist was or the the journalist was writing about that because um, I guess there was another milestone yesterday or at some point, but. He said, also, thinking about 10-year anniversaries, in December is the uh, anniversary, 10-year anniversary of Exhibit C. So I guess that kind of ties into the single thing. Like, Jay-Z signed him for albums, and he's been on the roster for 10 years, and he hasn't dropped he one been, album. He would have been a single deal, but I mean, like, honestly, I could say personally, as a nerd in music, yeah. I would listen to that album with the same hype that I would have listened oh, to I it still when want that was album. coming out. I still want Like, I mean... It was the same way with uh, Omen in Dreamville. Yeah. Because we were waiting for Elephant Eyes for forever. It came on the internet. It disappeared from the internet. Omen's still not even really talked about. Like, he's he's getting back in with all this yeah. Dreamville buzz, though. I've like, seen that name somewhere. Omen, dude, he's dope. He's on the first Revenge of the Dreamers. He's been with Cole. Like, him and Boss were some of the first people in Dreamville. Oh, okay. And, like, it's confusing because, like, those artists slip under the radar somehow and it's like you know they're actually good yeah like omen's a crazy dope rapper he's been on songs with uh cause he's been on songs with uh ari lennox things like that like yeah. he gets pulled in for features all the time he's on uh friday night lights damn he's on enchanted with cole mm. when he does the uh tupac uh salute the do you want to ride or die oh da, 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 da. yeah Man. but it, it's it's a weird like do you do you think that JLX should have been a single song? Well, no, I'm saying that JLX should, in an alternate universe where labels sign you for a single first, and then, and then based on what you're gonna do, that's like an investment protection. Like, it is it is an investment protection now that you look at it, and it could be a hindsight's 2020 type thing. Yeah. Wow, like, glad we like, didn't sign him for a whole fucking. Yeah, you know, you know like it, it could be like a when you look back is when you'll benefit. Yeah. Or even so much as like labels looking right now, hearing about this new plan and going, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. And then like we might even see what you're saying. They might start doing that like soon. Because I mean, like honestly, I'm wondering how much money they waste on a one-hit wonder, or it, or does a one-hit wonder pay for themselves? Well, okay, so as far as I know, well, now I'm thinking about why they don't do it. It's because they get money. Like, if, if Little Uzi did that, they would really not gain And I mean, because they'd still sign it, but what I'm trying to say is, like, when you get an advance from a record label and you're first signed, you think that money is, like, you're supposed to blow that, but really, whatever they give you to make that album and whatever they give you as an advance... It's basically a loan. It's like a, we gave you this because we want this. Right. So, it, yeah, I guess you're supposed to pay it at some point. I don't know how that works. I've watched so many documentaries and videos on it, but basically all these rappers from like the 80s and 90s who got signed so got does the, the advance. So the advance probably gets taken up front off whatever your album does. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's probably like, well, we don't even discuss your check yeah, until like, until that advance is made back. Yeah, and you get like a budget, so that's like, oh, I want a Pharrell beat. Oh, that's 50 racks. So, you know, that's a, that's a big chunk of money. And that's in your budget. Yeah, that's in your budget. And I'm sure, I, I, apparently you have to pay that budget back at some point, I guess, yeah, from whatever you make off that album, which kind of sucks. 
God, because sucks, if your man. album goes down, yeah, you're just you're, if you didn't keep that money. I'm thinking about Vic because like I don't know what kind of deal he has, obviously, but he signed to Rock Nation. He signed to some crazy deal. Pharrell, I know his, I know his deal's got to be insane. Pharrell, uh, there's a Pharrell beat, a Ty Dolla Signs feature, a Dream feature on that album. How much did that cost? Yeah, man, that's a lot of money. <laughs> That's but I mean, then again, when you mess with people like Rock Nation, like Kanye, just like anyone who's in that column, they have a lot of money, and it seems like they actually care about your growth as an artist. Yeah, I don't think Jay Z would would mess with people like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like when Jay Z makes an investment, it's more like a, I'm I'm gonna explain to you why there's an investment too. Like Jay Z looks like the type yeah. of person who doesn't give you your advance without a conversation. Yeah, he even <laughs> went to the Vic. Yeah, for Vic Mensa's debut album, he actually went. To the listening party. Which is dope. Which is dope. Dude, that means you're invested. Like, and he gave an intro before one of his songs. He's like, I really need you to... He's like, all the journalists in here, like, listen up. This is the future. Listen to this song. There's a deeper meaning than just club bangers. Like, he gave a whole intro for Vic, and then Vic, like, killed the song. It was bro, a slower that's song. that's so crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, like, what you're supposed to and do. And I mean, like, just think about the people whose Jay-Z has invested in. Kanye, Cole, Vic. I mean, like, just... Brock just Nation just to a, name a few, yeah. Like those are people who Jay Z invested in, and they they literally can now do what they want. Memphis Bleak. Oh uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was Bleak. different. That was uh, Foxy different. Brown. Man, okay, you bringing up some. You know you what? No, no, no. He was that was Rockefeller with Dame Dash. Dame That's Dash a different thing. Seems like a. I don't know how I feel about Dame Dash, and I feel like I do not know even half of the real story. Yeah, yeah. That so is I how I feel about Dame Dash. Like, yeah. being a hip-hop head, like, I don't know anyone who knows all the Dame Dash information. I, I know a little bit, but, I, yeah, it's um, maybe I'm judging him off too too little. But That's I think, what I'm saying. I think that's what happened with everybody. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Maybe maybe that's really all she wrote. He, I mean, I, I just I what I've heard from it is, like, I don't know. I think he was more a little bit more businessy, and Jay-Z was more, like, Artist, and I think that Jay Z treats his artist so well, maybe because he's been through that and he knows what di- he understands. He knows the secrets as to he, what labels he do. Also, he also understands that like grinding period. I think that yeah. really has something to do with it too. But like, a lot of people have a lot of words to say about Dame Dash, but it's kind of like a. I want to hear what Dame Dash got to say when everyone else is in the room. Yeah, like you got, that's that's I feel like that's how you get the real story. Yeah, you guys should uh, you guys like, should look up YouTube videos of Dame Dash. Please. You don't please. even have to put the word yelling after it. It's Little mostly screaming. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't have to ever yeah. ask for the screaming. Yeah, he's he's like, usually there. <laughs> you um, don't have to search that specifically. Yeah, but tying that back to the Rock Nation roster, Jay Electronica, 10 years later, is still on that roster. Jay-Z has not dropped him. Maybe it is because he understands the artist way, but it's also like... Okay, so basically the the whole Shout article. Shout out the artist way also. Yeah, I just wow, kind of slipped that, that in. Yeah, that was a seamless. There you go. <laughs> I started reading it. It's pretty good. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Jay Electronica is a rapper from New Orleans, and he had put out a tape, um, I believe either previously to this hit single, or right after, but. The entire tape was 15 minutes of continuous music with no drums, and it was the soundtrack to <clears throat> Eternal, Sun- Eternal, S- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Um, he rapped over the entire thing without drums. It was a 15-minute, basically, song or tape, whatever you want to call it, project. Um, after that, or before that, I'm not too clear, he dropped this song, Exhibit C, 
Uh, there were two other previous songs, Exhibit A, B, and then there was C. It was produced by Just Blaze. <clears throat> and this song's hype, just from that one song... Honestly, when, that song will make you a fan. Yeah, that song. If you're if you're a rapper, that song will make you write more. If you're if you're a hip hop fan, it's one of the tracks that I remember hearing for the first time. That's exactly what the the journalist said. Like like I remember when it was like yo exhibit C J electronic. Like I remember the first Me click too. when it was like a wow like what did I just hear? Yeah, I, re- I replayed it. I replayed like, it. It's and one I was of like, those. Whoa. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, he's got another song. Oh my God! Well, uh, I'll get I'll get that name out later because that song is one of the most inspirational songs that I've ever heard. Yeah. And when he performs it live, because the first time I saw it was through someone's Snapchat mm. of the live performance. Like his music is that powerful and that yeah. moving, and it almost will frustrate you into going, "Where is the tape?" Yeah. Like, which is what's confusing about the fact that he's still listed on the roster. Because those of us who know the influence of that music and know how hard it hits are sitting there going, shit or get off the pot, because exactly. yep. we're looking, we're yep. looking so hard. Yep. Like, and the the, uh, the journalist also makes the point, like, he could have been a Kendrick, and Kendrick now, oh, I, I mean, not, it, do you agree? No, not, I don't think he, I don't think he meant Kendrick in terms of music, like, what it is, but he was talking about, in this short time, in these 10 years, Kendrick has put out classic albums. Classics, in, in a small span, because I mean, span like, of time. think about what everyone else has done with this decade. Like okay, what Kendrick's only been around really in the public eye for what eight years? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven was was that's, good that's like, City. Yeah, this is year eight of him being like household. And it's like it's crazy, you know. I don't I don't know why I've never really thought about it, but it's like, I think Kendrick has condensed. J Cole as well, same year. Yeah, J Cole. I think they've both condensed the evolution of an artist in like record time like that's which, crazy which kind of which kind of in, insanely changes the timeline for the next generation yeah. and for themselves yeah because you got to think about jay-z's timeline that was insanely slower than what flops. they did he's got some flops he's got some flops in the middle and i mean like i'm not saying that j cole and kendrick don't have flops but they just don't have flop albums no and that's the biggest thing about it but like for jay electronica does he or does he not feel that pressure at that point like because i mean like once you see that once you see that like the new time frame is nothing like what you're on. Yeah. Do you get worried? I mean, like, is he sitting at the crib, like, thinking about this album? Well, or, yeah. or are we the only ones who are thinking about the album? Uh, yeah, that that's what another another point the journalist made was, like, let's say the album is done and has been done for years. It might sound a little dated nowadays, you know? It might sound I don't, a little... I don't know if I agree with with anything that people say about dating music. I don't either, because there's timeless because, music. Yeah. Because, like... Even songs that have timed references, yeah, th- like it doesn't matter. They still get played. Biggie, like it could like, have a rep- I mean, like anybody. yeah, like Biggie has so many references that are pretty much only cool. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. everything that Biggie says is really only cool when Biggie said it. Like it's a t- yeah, I, I don't like. That I'm either. not sliding up to a girl at the bar the way Biggie did anymore. That's not the new yeah. vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. do that in 2019 without being creepy. It's a time capsule. Like. <laughs> But yeah, like I, even as a time capsule, it works well. So it's yeah. like even if you dropped it, just I mean, let us know. Don't try to pass it off. Yeah. As, <laughs> I just recorded this over yeah. the last year. Like tell us that you've been working on this for a whole decade so that yeah. we can understand that. And I would love it. I mean, like if if Jay Elect tweeted right now, like out the vault, we stopped this episode. Yeah. See, like But that was the other thing, like they've done the 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 fake a couple times, like I swear to God, um, Jay Z 
and Jay Electronica released a track list. The track list was like a dream. Like when I don't recall. Like this. years ago. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it, buried by the internet years ago. I think yeah, he deleted the tweet. So, oh but so of course, yeah, somebody you know took a picture of it, and it was like crazy. It had like um, it had Kanye twice, it had Jay Z twice, it had Andre, it had Erica. Whoa! It was like a crazy. Yeah, it was like. But then again, wait, that, you got to you got your baby mama. And and your baby mama's first yeah. first baby daddy on yeah. the same tape and then and then that there was a crazy yeah and then there was a song with her Twitter handle in it I think which is like a you know like an homage to her who uh, fat booty belt yeah fat, that's what it was fat, at fat booty belt that's what fat it was booty or belly, fat yeah. be, fat belly belly fat belly Buddha something like that something like that man she has one of the coolest Twitter yeah. tags um but it was that it was that argument of like either this is an amazing marketing plan which i am all about mystique i really like when an artist doesn't really reveal themselves right away i think one of the most recent examples uh, for me yeah, yeah go ahead. To, like just to find out about an artist as the you weekend, listen to them you get to grow with them bro the weekend had like one of the best marketing schemes i, I think i ever uh, have seen with an artist no i'm talking about like 2011 where you're okay, like okay you're oh. talking about the hills Oh no! I'm t- yeah. I'm like talking trilogy about- time. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm talking okay, about because I'm like Starboy. No, 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 no. No, he's it was, super. It was okay. No, the marketing plan was not that. No, but I'm talking about when a new artist. Same thing with 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 Black Six Lack with Black Black. If your yeah. name is Six Lack. I'm calling you Six Lack. No, it's Black though. I know it's Black. Anyway, <laughs> so same thing. Like that mysterious. Where did he like with the weekend specifically? I remember this buzz about this kid that had a big part uh, with making Take Care. Exactly. That was the buzz I heard. And then I heard him on Take Care, and then I heard a couple of singles, and I was like, this guy's mu- He's just so mystical. He didn't, he's, like, take... He's insanely, like, musical. Yeah. As a person. Right, Like, right. it seems like... I, like, I think he thinks in the way that he makes music. Right. Because it's like, you can hear the... Like, he's very methodical yeah. through his tones. Like, yeah. The weekend's really cool. Like, I was messing with him heavy yeah. during the first one. Yeah, I Like, that him. first album that he came out with, right. I didn't even care about the weird hair. I obsessed about it. I obsessed about him. And Bro, I still play it. Yeah. And um, I remember, I swear to God, there was a time, a moment in time, where the only picture on Google of the weekend was, like, a picture his friend had taken of, like, his side. Like, that was the only way that you could see a picture of him. And no one knew what he looked like. Nobody. That's the best part, because it's like, forget about what I look like. Focus on the music. Exactly. Don't worry about what I look like. Don't worry about my wild pineapple hair. Like, just just <laughs> focus on the hair. music. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's what I loved about him. Same thing with Jay Electronica. When Jay Electronica, when I heard Exhibit C, I was like, oh, I hope there's an app. Like, I hope I just haven't heard of this guy. Yeah, but, no, but it was like a, nah, dude, like. This is it. You got a track. And not a lot of people have it. Yeah. And then like it still spread. Yeah. And then they put him on the control, the control track, and control I think track. he should have been verse two because yeah. I love his verse. Yeah. But when it comes after Kendrick's verse on that, yeah, it's it's like man, Kendrick should have been the anchor. Like it was just bad placement in my opinion. But the song All in One yeah. is so beautiful. Damn. He was also on Chance's album. He was, he was on, on Chance's Chance album, and I just realized that Mac Miller got a feature before he died. He was he on did. Red Dot or not Red Dot Music. He was on that. Watching movies with the sound off. Yep, he was. He was on uh, that random Lucy remix of We Made It with Jay-Z and Drake and Soulja yes. Boy. I was yes. like, what? I was like, dude, like, I the fact that they that. took the time, like, ten people heard that. Ten people. It was weird. Like, I was like, Two of this them should be. in this room. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it to, like, tell people to go listen. It's okay. Yeah. You can miss that one. It was a, 
like never an official release. It was only in SoundCloud. Like it was such a weird thing. Page six SoundCloud type song. Yeah, like it was a, weird. You weren't even supposed to know that our real like our real names weren't supposed to be dropped. Yeah, with like that a was weird. Account with just a whole bunch of numbers. <laughs> yeah. So I also thought like okay. Either he's been working on this magnum opus of an album for 10 years. Either he's had the album in the can. Um, either he could drop any day. Or he's been ghostwriting maybe for a few people, which I can believe. I could definitely believe him as a ghostwriter. That's a living. You in can all, make a living. In all honesty, like, that might be where he makes real bread. Yeah. I haven't really looked at credits, and I'm, I'm going to definitely look at credits after this uh, yeah. episode. But, like... I think that he might be goes right. Like that sounds so reasonable. And that sounds like him. Like a, he's a real rapper. Is, yeah. Because yeah. like, I mean, like think about like how Kendrick was ghostwriting. Joey and Badass. No really knew I for a while. Yeah, Joey Badass. Wrote Rockstar. He did. Yep. Um, who else? Um, yeah, it's just like I don't know. And I also want to know for the listeners, what is the amount of time that you'll give, like. If you hear, like, I remember when I heard Acid Rap. Yeah. I was like, okay, when's the next, when's the album? When's the album? When's, when's the, the album? next when's one? How long will you wait yeah, for that's a project? It. It, the timer started as soon as I played the last song. I was like, okay, and now. And it took years. Chance was three years. Three years. Three years in between albums. That's, that's like, nowadays, that's long. He did, he did, he did lots of features. And oh, yeah, three he did years work. was long, though. It was long. Oh, we also got Surf. We also got... I'm not counting Surf, though. That was, that was uh, Nico's. Oh, yeah, I mean, right, it, was, right. it was all Nico. Like, yeah. Chance is on almost every track, but you could tell that it's not his creative vision once you heard three. Did he do anything else? Who, Chance? Free Bass Freestyles. With a, just more, with yeah, more features. He did that. Shit. Yeah, that. That the was Christmas album. Type. Yeah, Chris, Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Yeah. I think that was after. No, it wasn't after Chance 3 because no. he says, I should have left you in 2016. Yeah. Man, that's still one of my favorites. <laughs> that don't even, I don't, that doesn't even have to be Christmas. J Electronic, J Electronic has a song also called Better in Tune with the Infinite. And that's, that is one of the best songs. On the album, there was a part world. two to that. Whoa. <laughs> Actually, I think, hold on. I think the same yeah, of the yeah. album, Better in Tune with the Infinite. Yeah, that is the yeah. It's better in tune with the infinite. Cause better in tune with the infinite is like, dude, dude, it's a song that will bring tears down your face. Dude, his just I'm gonna I'm gonna find the tracklist. Cause even the tracklist, just the words are like, wow, like, oh yeah. yeah by the way, like, J Electronic is a very like, how would you describe him? I think people don't. Uh, if I had to describe him as a rapper, I'd say that it's it's something that his music is very conscious. Yeah, hundred percent. Like conscious to the core. Like how we spoke on the singles like a single release he would not thrive in that market unless you love conscious music i think that if he dropped a project his name would be household right. immediately like, because then we would see the whole vision like for people who are hip-hop heads jay electronica is your perfect artist because he gives you glimpses into the reality and you yeah. just want more and some people who are you know one minute fans single fans yeah. like they they wouldn't have the, the almost the patience for a J Electronica track. Yeah, it's it's also like <laughs> how would you describe it? Because I mean, like that's that's kind of like a no, more that's a really good description. Like literally, though, I'd be like, he talks about like the universe and like the inner workings of like energy, like yeah, like energy history, the pyramids, like uh, numerology, like like um, what's the fi the five percenters, like that yep. whole. Like being Muslim, like all these different aspects of it. Somebody who you definitely think Erica Badu yeah. would have would have yeah. been with. Like, yeah, honestly, like I can imagine like, that couple. You could see that Jay Electronica and Erica Badu dated because yes. the, it's that wave and that energy 
that most people are not privy to in the rap game. Yes. Okay. I did lie. It's not that that song is on the album though. So this is. So there's a song on the album called "Better in Tune with the Infinite Two or "Better in Tune with the Infinite One." Hold on. I'm sorry. It was not. It was not a. It was not. A, it was not a. It was not a, a sequel man if there's ever a sequel to that yeah. one i would cry dude. but here's the name of the album this is from 2012 so yeah four four years after he, no two years after he got signed he got signed in 2010 yeah he put out a track list so this is the track list and the name of the album is act two patent of nobility one real magic featuring ronald reagan i assume it's a sample Two I new alum- it's a sample as well. Huh? I assume it's a sample yeah. as well. <laughs> new Illuminati, Kanye West, featuring Kanye West. That seems like a song Kanye would make in 2012. Yeah. Uh, and then three, title track, Patents of Nobility. Four, Life on Mars, at Fat Belly Bella, which I don't know if that's a feature. That, that, or if yeah, that's a, that's you definitely know. her tag, though. Uh, five, Bonnie and Clyde, guest starring Serge Gainsbourg. Don't know who that is. Uh, oh, or six, Dinner at Tiffany's, The Shiny Suit Theory. Featuring Charlotte Gainsbourg, Jay Z, sounds amazing. And the Dream. What that song sounds Jay-Z incredible. Jay Z and the Dream. Dinner at Tiffany's. Dinner at Tiffany's. Instead of breakfast at Tiffany's. Genius name idea. Dude, Never thought genius title. Genius title. Yeah. And then the shiny suit theory. I, th- I wanna, dude. I feel like I'm like, with these like Marvel movies, like all my theories. I think that is about tying it all back together. This is like a circle here. Um, back when P Diddy was in the videos with with uh with Mace. And Biggie, back in the day, they had the shiny the suit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that could maybe allude to something with deals, and allude to something with you know, I don't know. Yeah, talking about how the how the industry works. Right. Because I mean, the shiny suit. Oh my God, that does make sense. Yeah, because I remember. I mean, if you look at those videos, shiny suits. It's shiny suits. Shiny suits, man. Shiny suits. That was back when uh, Suge Knight was calling Diddy out all the time. Yeah, if you don't want your if producer you don't want in the video, your producer dancing all in the videos. <laughs> exactly. Come over. To Seven. The, Great name, Memories that of Merlot. Seven, seven. Where? Oh, there's, there's fifteen. Oh no, no, I thought you just, I thought you said the name of the song. Oh no, 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 that would. Be and cute. I was like, that's definitely Eric Badu's first kid. Oh name. yeah, yeah. Memories of Merlot. Great name. Uh, eight. Track eight. Better in tune at the infinite, featuring Latanya Givens. Yeah, that, is that one. Original? That one is available on SoundCloud yeah. if you do some digging. It's so not posted <laughs> by J Electronica. Yeah, so if you want to. Right yeah, I, I, maybe that's what the album sounds like or what the album was yeah, supposed to actually, sound like. Yeah, uh, actually, I'll, I'll make a playlist for this episode yeah. also on SoundCloud this week so I can include some uh, J Electronica hits that we don't know about yeah. on uh, <laughs> on Apple Music and all of these other streaming platforms. Yeah. Uh, 09, I mean, I'm saying 09 because the track list is like, oh, <laughs> okay. uh, 9, a letter to Falon, Falon F-A-L-O-N. Uh, mm. Ten Road to Perdition featuring Jay Z also sounds great. Road to Perdition, Road to Perdition is a badass movie. Yeah. Eleven Welcome to Knightsbridge featuring Diddy. Also, there there Whoa. was a bidding war. So in 2010, after the success of uh, Exhibit C, there was actually a bidding war between Diddy and Jay Z as to who was going to sign him. I think if he would have signed to Diddy, the album would have came out already. I don't yeah, know either that or I don't know if we would have liked it. He would have dropped them after two years of no album. Like yeah, yeah, I think he would have dropped them. Uh, 12 is Rough Love featuring Kanye West. Again, sounds like a Kanye West song. 2012. 13, Run and Hide, guest starring The Bullets. I think it was a band. And then Whoa. 14, Knights of the Round Table. First draft skeleton. So I think he just left the demo in. And then the last track is 10,000 Lotus Petals. 
Dude, see that's that, what I mean. Like you just have the track names. list. Like it, like that alone could tell you about JLA. Yeah. Like honestly, that track list is insane. And this episode ended up being almost just a J Electronica salute, man. Yeah. And I'm so okay with it because we don't talk about JLA enough. And like, I think we should send this to him. Honestly, <laughs> like, I'm he's gonna, not doing anything. He can I, listen to a hey, podcast. I, dude, what do you think he's doing though? Because I, I mean, like, because I mean, people who take this long of hiatuses with art generally are exploring either different art forms or like getting their lives together. How do you make? Okay, my, my whole thing is like, how do you make money if you're not ghostwriting? He's not doing it. Like, what could you do? Like, because the chance feature, I know that probably was for free. Yeah. Because he was on. He was on. Also, like his verse on how great. Cause that's the uh, when Chance does the "How Great Is Our God" with uh, my cousin Nicole and Chance on it. Like Chance starts the beginning off, and he says some of the most introspective shit in that verse. Like you could tell that like he's working on something. And I honestly thought that when Chance three dropped, I was like, he he has to be cooking, because yeah. like he uh he says the who was the angel that wrote a Harley from the projects to the House of Parliament and then opened the book open the book in the devil's chambers and put the true name of the Lord in it. That's and like a, that's it's, it's like, like a reference, but it's referencing himself. Yeah. Really so good. what is he doing in which he feels like he is fighting the devil? Yeah. Oh, I mean, if we want to go down that road. making music. Like, he feels yeah. like he is constantly at war with the devil and helping the masses. Okay, so you so just... So I'm like, what, what are you doing, you man? You just like, kicked you open the door. Cooking. You just kicked open a door. What's this door, man? I'm excited. Okay, so the condensed version, because I can go on for 30 minutes about this. There is a very strong connection, whether it be true or not. He makes it himself sometimes, between the Illuminati and J Electronica, like legitimately. So the first, Exhibit A, to quote his songs. What if that's why his album's low? His album's not out yet, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, yeah. keep going, keep going. I'm going to let you go. So I'm going to tell you why I think the album's not out. This is my little crazy Alex Jones level theory. So Exhibit A was that. He was romantically involved with um, a daughter of the Rothschild family. Do you not know who that is? I know. Yeah. So that's like. You heard about that? Like that's like. I read in, about in it. In somewhere? Yeah. Like somebody somebody said about that? Oh my God. So here, yeah. Because dude, I went down a, a J Electronic. Electronica I can tell. No, hole. no, no. Dude, you're definitely in your bag on this J Electronica. Yeah. So I, I want to hear, I man. I did some research last night. So. Um. I don't know how, how many years ago that was. It's probably around 20, 2012, 2013. So he was romantically involved with a Rothschild daughter and the son of another, I don't remember off the top of my head, another like very powerful banking giant that's been rich for like ever. Um, and they were married at the time. So Jay Electronica was the reason they divorced was oh because she was cheating God. on her husband with Jay Electronica. Throughout that process, as the husband was trying to figure out like what his wife was up to and why she was so close to Jay Electronica, he was hanging out with the dude and they have a picture of them hunting and Jay Electronica was wearing like a pea coat and a scarf and he's like with this billionaire. So it's next like to verified. Him. Like we got photos yeah, of, there's them, pictures, of him with these and billionaires. Yeah, and there's pictures of him with the Rothschild because I guess they had a relationship after the fact. So first of all, if you're even if the Illuminati things aren't true, those are some very powerful people. Those people are powerful enough to, like, if the Illuminati's not true, they still have puppet master level control yeah. in they can certain make areas of the world. I'm not even going to say about, like, disappearing. Yeah, I don't even I'm know about all that. That's like a, I don't know about all that money. That might be movie money. Yeah. But, like, uh, like definitely just enough money to control your day-to-day -day life, and you never know it was them. Yeah. So, like, yeah, exactly. And... 
Again, I'm going to state some theories that are the craziest theories, and I don't agree with them. Theory alert. Theory alert. These are conspiracy theory alert. The the Illuminati. You guys should know about this. It's, come on. The Illuminati, um, and especially the family of the Rothschild and Rothschilds, can't even say it. And that whole level of rich is said to be able to control the world in terms of like the behind the scenes. Uh, the Knights at the Round Table is mm-hmm. also a reference to the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, he also I mean, just the says the song definitely the, said like the something new about Illuminati, the Illuminati. New Illuminati. Man, maybe that's why the album got vaulted. Also, he said too much stuff about the Rothschilds yeah, in the raps. Yeah. Oh, there's a good line. I'm trying to remember it. He he says, I swear to God, one of his songs. It's um, breakfast with the Rothschilds, dinner with the Carters, something something something. But just that opening line is great. Yeah. Um, he's connected. Connected. He's connected. And another reason he said the album wouldn't come out, he said something along the lines of, if Min- if if Minister Farrakhan told me to make the album, I'd put it out tomorrow. So maybe that's an insight that he really doesn't give a shit that he's taking 10 years. Maybe he's waiting for approval on certain levels before. I, how did he get himself tight? Like, I'm just, there's so many questions. Dude, I have so many questions, because how do you even put, like, Farrakhan, Illuminati, Rothschild? And on top of that, the 5% nation, which I don't think is how do you How do you deep, put but, all of those in the same category? And just on one guy, like, it's just crazy And, and one person brings up this much stuff with no album. With no album, with, exactly. With no, with no album release, he has that much juice and buzz. Yeah. And, um... So, I don't know. You you guys can look into it. But especially before all that, listen to the music. That which is out right now um, for everybody. Listen to his music. Develop your own theory because who knows... Like what if he dies before any of this happens? That's what I'm saying. We're gonna get we're gonna get a, Dude, a playlist old. up. I'm gonna get as many J Electronica songs in the playlist for this week's yeah. episode as possible. Also, make sure you're listening to that playlist. Shameless plug. The playlists are hot, and we talk about so many great songs that I feel everyone should hear and add to their libraries. I mean, like, this podcast is so awesome. While Alex is looking up stuff, I'll, I'll say why Thank we're awesome. Thank you. Uh, the podcast is Got so it. awesome mainly because we get to share all of this information that we honestly talk about on almost a daily basis. Like, I mean, like, music is, is for real what we do. Like, we're here to give knowledge. I mean, just like... Definitely, if you learn something new, just share this. I mean, like, yeah. let somebody else know about this so they can find out something about songs. I mean, like, we all like music. I don't know anyone in the world who doesn't. Yeah, and if you know those people that say, I don't really like music, they like music. They like music. Because, I mean, like, look, weird. like the next person who tells you they don't like music, tell them to watch a movie and, like, no songs. Like, like no yeah. music at all. Like, no suspenseful music. No, like, movie starting music. Not one song in the entire movie. Tell me if the movie's still good. Yeah, exactly. Tell me if that movie's still good. Like, just ask them that. And they'll be like, oh, no, it's terrible. Like, because it's not good then. Yeah, exactly. That, um, I agree with what he just said. For real, for real. Did you, uh, did you find what you were looking for? I, I found the... During the, our shameless plug? During the shameless plug. Um... Dude, again, I, I just looked at one line, but I just saw these other ones. I'm just going to say a few of these. Okay. The Jews and the Christians and the Muslims and the... These are, this is on a jail electronic so. The Jews and the Christians and the Muslims and the Buddhists and the Sikhs and the Scientologists is all of my brethren. Play this on the radio. You ever heard another N-word say this on the radio? We made it to the get-to. Brunch with the Rothschilds. Dinner with the Carters. J-elect. Stop the press. Criticalist artist. 
made up a word. Man, but made up a word, word, but like, do you hear how much juice he just said he has that was in like that bar? The end of a verse, like that was nothing. Like he's just like, yeah, I don't even try to front with it, but I yeah. had breakfast with the Rothschilds and dinner with the Carters, Dude, and both even... of my meals were worth more than what you made this <laughs> year. Like, yeah. he said that without saying it. Yeah, like, oh my god, that's some insane. Those are some insane people to just know. I feel like if you have a con, if you have contact info. With anyone in their family, you're already high up on the list of just like have, people in this country. You just have access to everything. Like that that's like that's almost like having a White House clearance badge. Like what if just he's, just what knowing if he's getting that. money for the album. What if this is a power play? He could make the best album of all time. He can get a feature from anybody. He can, he Man, can, like, what if that's what if that's what it is? He's just gonna bring together everybody. Because like, I mean, look, three stacks don't come out the house for you know what for for just any feature. Which means you have to know he's already a good artist. And yeah. good artists are automatically gonna bring in other good artists. Those features might end up being free. Yeah. Who cares about the bread? I think <laughs> I think if if Jay Elect had put that that album out and. He would be put in the same... I mean, he is in the same vein of Andre in terms of the rarity that you hear him. Yeah, no, not even the rarity, but just so much as the uniqueness of bars. I'd yeah. put him in the same column as Three Stacks, and I hold Three Stacks they made on a very, 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 very high level. Yeah, he's, he's my top... He's one of my top five. Like, one of, the, one of the best lyricists in the world, like, just to ever do it. Okay, I'm going to just say another little tidbit, because now the Illuminati thing gets a little deeper. Um... <laughs> Please, God, tell Flex to drop a bomb on me. Tell the minister to tattoo the Quran on me before the men in black try to pin a crime on me. And Rupert Murdoch and his goons get to lying on me. Uh, there you go. The Lord is my shepherd, so tell the royal family to order my records and spread them across Europe in an organized method. We could heal the planet with an organized effort. Okay. Dude, his Benham. album, his album might be the most powerful thing to ever drop if it drops. Maybe yeah. he's just waiting on the time. Because think about it. I mean, like also now, like everyone's dumb. Are, Not a lot everybody. of artists are known for vaulting items that they know can start social change. Oh, now we're getting because deep. because they don't they don't know when the time's gonna be right. I mean, like think about Chance and Gambino. Yeah, Chance and Gambino, they rumored project already been created. Never heard it. Never heard it because they said the world wasn't ready. J. Cole Kendrick, two different separate rumored projects, yeah. and they said the world's not ready. They said themselves, the world is not ready to hear what we're going to do. I think so. What if J. Alec is a, the world's not ready? Or he's not doing it out of free will. People are stopping him because of the What if people he's been are trying to push the album for 10 years? Yes. Every year he's like, so we're dropping this year? Yeah, so another theory into the Illuminati and this whole Rothschild thing. Again, these are theories, not me. Is that theories. Theories. In the 80s and the 90s, they met. The New World Order met and said, we need to stop this conscious rap that was at the time, like Tupac and like, uh, you People know. People who were saying way too much stuff. Like all, yeah, like all like the weirdos. Lauren really. Hill, Tupac, Biggie, Yeah, like all those people. And they said. All the people who either happen to be dead or not doing anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle. There you go. Yeah, so. Yeah, and these are actually, rappers talk about this stuff. Like, they wanted to create this music that was more, like, gang like they wanted gangster rap in order to fill these prisons up, these privately owned prisons. Like that's Exactly, they wanted the they wanted to kill each other, keep killing each other. They dumb it down, like, like that yeah. type of thing, like the dumb it down thing. They wanted to dumb it down, and thus you had this surge of, like, what, 90... 
eight to two thousand and seven was like gangster, gangster rap. rap. Come up. Well, yeah, like Fifty Cent was the king of that. I think. Like, but then the gangsters started talking too much truth. Exactly. I.e. Fifty Cent. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Yeah, was was Man, dropping gems. You're telling me that somebody. You're telling me that somebody who had G Unit, which was one of the most powerful things happening at that time. I don't care what anyone says. You could tell me like, Nah, G Unit wasn't popping like that. Yeah, I was yeah. there. G Unit was popping. Yeah. Everybody knew who G Unit was. Oh yeah. We were ready for their takeover. They had shoes. They had clothes. Yeah. He had to deal with vitamin water. He had a movie yep. and was topping charts left and right. Did many men at the BET Awards, bro. Like, and then and then all of that, all of that engine, yeah. all of that, all of that steam that yeah. they build up just dies out of nowhere. Yeah. And then he he miraculously makes a, a comeback with a yeah. stars TV show. Yeah. <laughs> out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Somebody somebody had to decide that one, bro. Yeah. I yeah. That that's that's the theory, and it's like. Maybe there is a level of music that would change the world. I think that, I don't know. So my, my personal opinion is the only thing that can change the world is music. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Like, so even even just to like loop this into a more scholarly debate rather than a, uh, a just like conversation between two music heads, like... I'm in a class right now where in my book there is an entire chapter dedicated to the powerful like the powerful aspects that music has in social movements. Like cuz I mean I for people who don't know which is probably everybody listening, I'm a nonprofit major uh, at my school. So all I learn about is social movements, mm -hmm. how to start them, how to run them, how to maintain and how to like maintain things that help other people. Right. And the entire chapter speaks on how powerful music is to not only give a message, but a feeling to people, yep. even if you don't notice it. And like, I mean, even if you talk about it historically from the point of slavery, where slaves use music as communication and code, mm -hmm. as well as a, a sense of freedom in an enslaved situation. Right. So like, if music had the power to assist that much that we know about it, I mean, like, because think about how many things get left out of history. Right. But we know how powerful music is. We know that, like, the world has been changed through songs. Mm -hmm. We've seen it happen. So, like, I think that the only thing that could save us or inspire change would be music. Like, I can't see true. anything else in the world being as powerful. Something that can go beyond just a language or beyond just, like, a conversation it's something that puts true emotion. Like, I've heard songs in other languages that you can feel the emotion from without yeah. knowing a single word. Yep, me too. And that's insane. So, like, I think that, just to loop back to Jay Electronica, I think that his album, that, that could be a reason why it's vaulted. He's that's not true. ready because he knows that the world is just going to mess up right. if he puts that much realness out in the world. I do believe this. And, I mean, uh, I feel the same way about Lauren Hill. Yeah. I feel like Lauren Hill has now noticed her power because I mean like dude even I'm rocking a miseducation that, button yeah, on yeah. my on my hat miseducation is the name of my podcast yeah. like Lauren Hill understood what kind of vibe she was on and yeah. how it was changing the world and granted there was a whole bunch of mess around that first album that eventually led to her not doing the things that I believe she could have taking over the entire music industry as the female right. rapper and singer who could hold down number one slot in both categories. Jeez, yeah. Like she, she took that step back yeah. and I don't know if we're going to get anything else from her until the world is ready. I also think that, um, 
Oh, I also think that some artists may have those projects, projects, and the positive way to think about it is if they put that music out, that these people would be woken up and these people, you know, these people would have these new ideas, and because they're someone, it's someone that they like, that they would finally believe these ideas and sort of open their eyes. The other half of me thinks. Look at the music scene, man. Like, do you, okay, if Jay Electronica dropped the album. Save the music industry with that album, dude. But, dude, I like. have people that tell me, like, they don't like a specific song or they don't like a specific artist because they're too deep, quote unquote, or they, do, it's, they don't get it. And they, you know, this and that. Yeah, because they, they don't want to have to use their brain exactly. for the entire song. And that's, that's what's so crazy to me. And that's also. That also, I think, even helps the point that I was making about the powerful, the powerful aspects that music brings. It's like if someone even understands that that song is too deep, yeah. then you understand how powerful music is. Like True. if you're like that song's too deep, which also coincidentally, a lot of people who say J Cole is too deep also want to talk about how deep Juice World is. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, like it's kind of like a. It's like a, how can you allow deepness from this artist, but you don't want deepness from this artist? True. Because, I mean, even Post Malone, a lot of people who like Post Malone and don't like J. Cole, they like Post Malone songs where he gets deep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, another thing with Lupe, dude, I, I'm... A, Lupe was putting his heart on track. Lupe's the top five for me. And I grew, I grew up with Lupe, and, you know, I just... I think he was almost, you know, just too... I, I think know. he could have a vault item. Uh, the world's not ready for 100%, this. Hundred percent, because now, the dude, cool he, volume two, like yeah, and you're like, not ready to hear it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, dude, he puts out. Last time we put out, I want to say it was like. You talking wave. about drugs? Yeah, drogas. Drogas. And the, the concept, yeah. <laughs> and the concept, dude. I read the concept because he. I follow him on Instagram, and I I thought that my one of my favorite rappers was done making music that I really liked because he put that. Next to it out, next to it song with the tie dollar sign. Yeah. I was like, that's okay. But I swear to God, the concept of the latest album that Lupe's dropped, which again, nobody has heard. No nobody one. in the world has heard. I've, I've heard about three songs. Really? I've heard about three songs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm but I'm just saying Man, like you were so surprised to hear that. No, I, I mean, was. That's, that's I how was. real that is though. Because dude And I still I still caught on late. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 been on, out for almost a year, I think. Mm-hmm. But the concept of the album was this slave ship sunk into the ocean and they didn't die they adapted and now they live on the ocean floor and it's about this guy i believe like wanting to go back up to the surface to be a human again and it's just like that's the whole album and that's like that again the most insane thing I've even heard that concept that pitch four hours yeah it's like crazy so you know what? Yeah, go listen to Lupe, and I beg of you. Let's start off with the cool. The cool. Start off with the food cool. and liquor debut, oh, and then you, you the cool. Go in order. Yeah, yeah. Because if you because if you start with food and liquor, you'll find Daydream with early Jill Scott, and you'll probably kick cry. Push. Oh, kick push, man. Superstar. Yeah, everybody knows Superstar. That's when he went mainstream. Yeah, was, but that whole it album. was Superstar that really pushed him forward, and then oh. he did uh, The Show Goes On, and that's the one that uh, crossed him into both categories. He became yeah. a crossover artist then with uh, with both streams of music. Like That was his like Billboard song. Also, Hurt Me Soul is one of my top ten favorite songs of all time. I listen to it every Wor- week. Words I Never Said yeah. is one of the See, most that's where he was losing songs. me. I love him. I swear to God, I love him. Lasers was like... You didn't like Lasers like that? 
No. I loved Lay's Because me and my me and my cousin. Uh, what about uh, what about the uh, Lucy, uh, the old school love with Ed Sheeran? Did you did you like that? I love that song, dude. Dude, I, I'm really? sorry. Really, you didn't, you Bro, didn't vibe? Like, uh, okay, so it's like, I like when artists can do both. Like, I like it when there's a seamless transition between. I can tell this is what you love because you're saying lines that are like triple entendres and they go over somebody's head. Especially with Lupe, I hold him in the special place in my so, heart. So, so you want you want your rapper to just be over complex? No, I'd like, <laughs> like I I fell in love with Lupe because he made me think and he made me go, and I would play it with my friends and I'd go, dude, you catch that line? And they go, no. Do you know what he just said? Yeah, He's one do of that. Those I, artists. I do that all the time. Yeah, I'm like, dude, did you just hear what he said? And then like, what? Like, I don't get it. But when, then when dude, the when the Ed yeah. song comes out, they come up to me and go, dude, that that new Lupe song. It's like, dude, you fuck, you fuck. Not you, but just like <laughs> those people that do that. It's like you fuck. He was he's know. been great for ten years. I don't know, man, because like I enjoyed old school love. I'm not gonna say I bump it as hard as I bump like Daydream, yeah. which is an insanely conceptual song about <sighs> the most insane dream that any human could ever have. Like that song. Like I wish I had dreams as vivid as Lupe Fiasco. Dude. Like, dude, <laughs> like, but like, I I appreciate those songs, and I still yeah. I still like the old school love. He still he still can paint a picture, and I mean, my thing is even his weakest song, just like kind of like Kanye, even his weakest song gets more play for me than some other newer yeah. artists do. But see, that's the thing with Kanye. I think that it maybe it's because Lupe didn't do like he he didn't make albums that went from college dropout to Jesus. Maybe that's why. Like, yeah. he didn't, you know, he was like, he skipped all that and was like, okay, radio, 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 radio. Same thing with Eminem. Like, bro. Eminem is one, definitely. He's, but again. I, mean, I, I still enjoy an Eminem radio, radio made song. See, I, I don't know. I have a like, special place in my Like, uh, Real Slim Shady. My name oh, is. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Those are radio tracks all day. True, but technically. I mean, like, but I mean, like, I vibed. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those songs I love, but. Again, when he did those songs, I felt that this was a sense of, I'm making this, don't really care if it gets radio play, there's no marketing scheme behind this. Maybe there was, but... That's what I'm saying. I think that there even might be on those. There there might be, but like... It's not... It's you're not Stan. Not afraid? It's not Stan. Not afraid? Like... Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, dude, when Not Afraid came out, I remember... Not Afraid was about his, uh, that was about his, uh, recovery from drugs to, and alcohol. Did I you listen see? to Relapse. He just, he I just, listened to Recovery. He just posted, uh, he just posted a picture, uh, on Instagram and said, like, I'm not, I'm still not afraid. And he has, like, 11 year chip oh, now. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. I'm all for it. All for sobriety. And I listened to Relapse, his worst album of all time, where he's high the hey, entire time. Hey, crack a bottle. Oh, shit. You're right. Uh, what else? I had this conversation with somebody else, like, Four or five days ago, no Crash joke, because people tried to shit on relapse. We made you. Okay, yeah. Hey, don't even lie. It's a hit. It is a hit. It's a hit because it went back to goofy, slim, shady stuff. That's like, what I'm saying, dude. Like you can't even you can't really Lee's hate on that album. Video, and like it, it's it's not that hot, but I mean, like also recovery had no love. Also, when I was and a kid, Wayne kicks so hard on there. Yeah. Oh, of course. No. Yeah. Recovery was a better album than relapse, but um, when when that happened, I go. Did he really? Th- is this a character? Did he fake this? Cause wait, do you have the years that this came out? Yeah. I have okay. The years what for t- all what did Relapse come out? Relapse came out in two thousand and nine. And Recovery. Recovery came out in two thousand and ten, the year after. Did this fucker do that on purpose? 
like a like a I double. Think, no, I think that was really happening in his life. <laughs> he was like, like no, high. No, 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 he no. relapsed think, and he's high as shit. I think that like, I think he really relapsed. Okay, during, let's say during, yeah. During the creation of that album, it came out two thousand nine. Recovery, let's was, say, because recovery was legit. Because like he he uh he made recovery like uh because he was struggling again with addiction. Okay, yeah. Because if it is eleven years, then that, let's just say that he recorded in oh eight the relapse one. Um. I'm a fact but checker. like, still, none of them are. None of them hit the Marshall Mathers LP one though. No, no like, Eminem show is, is, in my opinion, bro, his best. Come on, like, no, dude, that album's amazing. This I'm, album is crazy. See, it's the same thing with Kanye. Like, I love all the albums. It's just that I, I prefer ones over the other. I agree. I agree with that. But, but I will like, say the Marshall Mathers LP. I, I think any early Eminem, was, very groundbreaking for like the PC culture back then. He broke the that piece. show, 2002, dude. That That's my collapse, uh, sing top for the five. Moment. One of my top dude, five he went albums. over uh, Dream On. Yes, man. He went yes. over Dream On and marked it. Like, the marked, entire, marked it. Yes. I love it. I love that album because, again, it's a time capsule. Like, if I showed somebody this today, I don't know how many references they would get. It references, like, the Bush administration. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And at this point in time, this was right after 9-11, and he talks about it a lot on this album, and it also touches on how he was so um held you know not really in a good way responsible for so many kids like trying to be like him dying their hair the columbine kids that's, like that's a lot yeah but i mean that also to loop back to power in music yeah music has enough exactly has enough power to influence exactly. the masses exactly it's like the fact that they would even say that out loud means they know how influential music is the, the fact that shady. somebody the the fact that somebody could literally go like you are affecting our children in a bad way just just with a song drake has drake has changed the face of the the music industry he's changed people's personal lives that's what i'm saying <laughs> and every artist that says they're not like a rap artist nowadays who says they're not influenced by that you're wrong. You're lying. You're lying, because if 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 I ask you, do you sing and rap in your songs? And you go, yeah. Well, then you've been influenced by you've that. You've been influenced by Drake. You've been influenced and then by Drake. Drake was influenced by Lauren Hill. By Lauren Hill. By to Kanye. By by all these people, and it's like crazy. Like, because Lauren Hill dropped an entire album, singing, rapping, singing, rapping. I her songs are charting back and forth yeah. on different charts. Yeah, can't stay off the top charts, man. I listened to the Lauren Hill album when I was little. Uh, my my claim to fame, um, any fame, but like my connection to Lauren Hill is that my mother said that she played that out when I was pregnant, when she was pregnant with me, or no, when I was a baby. That one she yeah. used to play it for me, and I used to love. Um, You're just too good to be true. Oh, can't take my eyes, can't off, take my you. eyes off you. She murks that yeah. Jersey Boys, man. Yeah, Come on. yeah. Like she killed that one. That's my favorite version of it. I like that more than I like the Jersey yeah. Boys version all day. And dude. Zion is on Zion is dude, on there. Dude, I sobbed. Then, then, Listen uh, to me. Dude, I sobbed. Dude, J. Cole, can I holla at you, is, oh, is, is Zion. And then uh, like two years ago for uh, J. Cole's birthday, I mixed uh, Zion and can I holla at you together. Uh, look me up online. You can Do check it. out my tracks. Because those songs are both hot. I mean, like, dude, the energy Zion on both. So Nothing even matters with D'Angelo. It's yeah. like, dude, it sounds like they're in a, a, this sounds like they're in a dark room facing each other. Crying like that's that whole song. That's what that Jay vibe Cole is. That J Cole also used uh, he did Cold Summer. That was uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. That was the beginning of Nothing Even Matters with the snaps, and he sped it up. Like, dude, if I put it on my tables right now, I could show you the exact speed yeah. he put it at. It's crazy. What other? He did another Lauren song. 
I think it was the only two that I can no, I'm thinking of, call I'm thinking off the top Drake. of my head. Yeah, Drake did his uh, his new one with the Lauren sample. That was crazy too. That oh, nice no. for what is insane. That's it. Uh, Lauren Lauren Hill was played in my household yeah. all the time. Like we didn't mess around. Like Lauren was always on somebody's speaker yeah. in somebody's room. Yeah, my my uh, one of my other cousins. That's my next tattoo all day. She's, yeah, she's a little bit older, and I remember she reintroduced that album to me when I was a little younger. She was really into like, like, uh, like D'Angelo. Um, Dude, D'Angelo's album. Crazy. Dude, I quest love on production for the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Untitled. I listened to that today just because the sun was out and I I felt so amazing. Like so it's just 7 minutes so of pure like love. I'm going to play these two things just as a cuz like this is how my brain works now. We're talking about D'Angelo, we're talking about uh Lauren Hill. Uh to the late Mac Miller, if you guys have never heard his mixtape Faces. It's Beautiful. a it's a crazy wild ride into the mind of Boom. That is so cold. Okay, I know. That is so cold. Josh is giving me the look like I'm gonna have to edit that whole <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut that Dude, down. You're Ow. good. You're Fuck, good. I, rip my out. I, I edit on Greyhounds. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day. And the reason he made that song was for Johnny Manziel, who no one's heard of since Johnny then. Football. Johnny Football. I'm a nerd. Top season. I know. <laughs> Top season. No, dude. Yeah. I only knew of that kid just because of Drake. I only know because too many people in my family watch sports. Texas? And I'm not one was of them. Texas? Texas? What? Was he a Texas kid? Who? Don Johnny Manziel. When I'm he, not he went sure. To college I'm not sure Texas. about his life story. <laughs> but he went I to don't know about Cleveland all Browns. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I know that much. And like, then he got too drunk and was like a fucking party animal, and then got kicked out of the NFL. Yeah, super reckless. Also, mind blower for everyone listening to this episode. Uh, I bought uh, Stevie Wonder vinyl songs in the key of life and uh, started playing it and immediately cleaning my house like any black kid would when you start <laughs> hearing Stevie Wonder on a Sunday morning. Uh, and, like, I'm listening, and there's a song called Pastimes Paradise, which I'm pretty sure my parents probably put me to sleep to when I was a kid. But, like, it's literally Gangsta's Paradise. Like, it's the exact song by Coolio. The chorus is almost no words changed, and it blew my mind. So if you guys did not know that, it'll be in this week's playlist, Pastimes Paradise by Stevie Wonder. And I'll also put uh, immediately after it, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. But, like, I mean, like, my dad's the type of person to be like, you didn't know that, young blood? <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that? You yeah, just yeah, found yeah. out? Man, I thought That's you funny. knew something. Like, he's one of those people. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm little dude with music to him. Right. <laughs> yeah. When it, it, it's funny because, like, um, my parents are very into, like, well, my dad's from the 50s. So, well, from that point, and then my mom was, like, a kid of the 80s, 70s. So, like, I remember playing Kanye, like, early Kanye, and they'd be like, you don't know this, what he's doing? Like... You don't you get don't it. Know, you don't know all these other songs he's using. Yeah, like what? This is like the OJ's. This is like, this is this. Like my mom loves Otis because it samples Otis Redding. Yeah, because it samples Otis Redding. She beautiful. loves it. Yeah, and she's like not a, that big of a rap fan. And, then and she's she like, man, y'all ain't doing nothing new. She yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all just making hits out of what we uh, already made hits with. Yeah. So ever since yeah, since I was a kid, I'm like, you don't get it. It's art. Of course, the entire you that's don't my get life. It, it's art, and they're just like they're using someone else's art. Yeah, and then I just get pissed off and go to the basement. That's what, yeah. That's literally my whole life. It's just hey arguing man. with parents. 
I I completely and utterly understand that because yeah. I mean like low key we should start wrapping this one up. Yeah, we've been going on for a little while. Uh, one I want to shout out everyone who is listening to this podcast. Thank you all so much. Thank you for listening to hours of me and Gaska talk about this awesome stuff that we yes. call music, man. Uh, it is super awesome just to see everyone giving us feedback and things of that nature. So don't don't feel like too uh reserved in the comments like go ahead and comment like go ahead and uh share it go ahead and post to your social media anything of that nature like we love listeners and we love people who love music so uh make sure to just keep listening keep subscribing keep sharing this podcast with everyone who you know anything you got to add no um thank you guys again for listening to the podcast um to all my friends and family that listen to it thank you guys for listening thank to you it. to the fam honestly listening. and uh yeah if you guys have any questions, talk to me. That's what I'm saying. Like all, like hit us up with oh, questions yeah. or just topics, topics, things yeah. of that nature. Like we will talk about anything. If there's yeah. something that you want to know more about, yeah. just shoot us. Just shoot us a comment. Hey, you guys should do an episode on whatever. Yeah, we'll do it. Like honestly, I love music. I'll do research in whatever topics you guys have and bring you guys some information you might not even know. Yeah, like so honestly. Message uh, either Josh on his Instagram, which are what? Because I know you have a couple. I got a couple Instagrams. Uh, <laughs> just message me at j.treb. That is where you could contact me with anything, man. Okay. And also, that's where we post up. That's where I post up the podcast yeah. first. So if you just comment right underneath there with whatever you want to hear or anything of that nature, it will be seen. Like, we're yeah. going to look at it. We're going to take it under advisement. Yeah. And uh, also, Alex the Gasca, G A S C A, on Instagram if you want it. Do that too. I need to. I need to do it more. Every For time real. I see your stories, I'm like, I know that there's a way to also put it on my story, and then yeah, there's no, not. Dude, I just found out how to use Instagram when I started this podcast. Yeah. Fun facts, dude. I have a. Uh, I have friends who are marketing majors who help me with all this shit. See, I'm a marketing major, and I have no idea how to do that. Wow, I had no clue you were a marketing major. Yeah. That makes that ten times worse, bro. What dude. are you doing? Instagram <laughs> is the fucking. Oh future. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but it's just like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm what I'm doing here. For real. Thanks for listening to us ramble. We out. Peace.
Get the hell up out the gym like mama knows. Scooping through hella fast like Sonic Wolf. Yeah, we gon' be around the world, globe travel. Then you can get it on the way, baby, right up on the plane. Anytime and any place, I'ma eat you all like dinner like I'm giving thanks. Now we gon' get out of the bank, and that'll be the only thing that'll change, yeah. Let's keep it all exciting. If you rollin', then I'm riding to the red light. 